Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, I am so thankful for today because today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I sure am. How about you? You know, on today, I just want to talk a little bit about faith what it means to have faith in this day and time, what it means to show the world your faith in this period in time, and what it means to walk in faith in this period in time. You know, I started a new job this week, and, you know, I'm just so thankful and so grateful for God for the opportunity to put me in a new environment with with new faces, uh, just new opportunities, and just to be able to share the good news of the gospel with those around me, I am so grateful. But it's not that I did anything, it's that the Lord has done something for me so that I could go on and accept the opportunity that he had placed before me. You know, when we talk about faith, I want to take you back to last week when we talked about a man named Abram. You see, the Bible tells us that Abram believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness simply because Abram had faith in God. Now, Abram did believe God when he told him that he would have an heir. But Sarah, who did not believe, I don't even think she doubted. I think Sarah was kind of in between because Sarah looked at her age. As I spoke on last week, the vision versus reality, I think Sarah looked at her situation with the reality based on her age, based on her her position in life. She felt that she was beyond the age upon which the Lord could bless her. And some of us feel that way today, that we are beyond the age of uh, where God can can use us or where we can be effective tools in the hand of God. Some of us feel that way even to this day. But here's what happened and how things got out of hand. Sarah gave Abram her handmaid, Hagar, so that an heir would be born through Abram since Sarah felt that God made the, the I guess you would say, the promise to, to him. But you also have to take into account, Abram is married to Sarah. So any heir that would come from Abram would have to come through Sarah first, making her just as important in the, 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 uh, the belief as it would Abram. But Sarah didn't see it that way. Sarah saw it as Abram was the one who received a vision from God who was just told what God had gave, given to him. And so in her reality, she wasn't believing that she was going to be used uh, in, in God's plan. Now, talking about God's plan, God's plan is just that. And nothing takes God by surprise. 
You see, we would think in our limited ability of thinking that God was caught off God or God was surprised that Abram had done such a thing. When in fact, God used what Abram had done to God's advantage. If you remember, he said that he would make Abram a great nation. Even so, the mistake that Abram made in sleeping with his wife's handmaid, having produced a child, God had purposely planned for that child to have a future. And he would do so by telling Hagar that your son will be the father of many nations. In fact, the Bible says that your son will be the father of 12 princes. Now, if you need to trace the 12, the 12 princes or the meaning of the 12 princes, you will run into another uh, uh, belief or another religion, as the world would like to call it. I like to call it belief. Or you will fall, you will find yourself under a different, uh, uh, what would you call it, ideology or theology. That's what you will find yourself under when you study where the 12 princes come from. But we are under the 12 tribes. So when you study the tribes, then you begin to understand the role in which the reason why the promise is so important. Abram believed God and was given an offspring from his wife, Sarah, in her 90th year on earth. She gave birth to a son and God told Abram to name him Isaac. Now, at this point, Abram is no longer Ab Abram, but now Abraham. And Sarah with an I is no longer Sarai, but Sarah with an H. And so God, through the, the covenant that he made with Abram, when he allowed Abram, Abram to fall asleep and he showed him a disastrous dream, of what his people would have to endure uh, during a period of 400 years. When he woke up, he made a covenant with, with Abraham or Abram at the time until he turned him into Abraham by saying that every male child or adult in under his um, uh, household will have themselves circumcised. Now, Abraham did this because he believed in God. And because he believed in God, he followed God by faith. Now, in this day and time, having changed jobs, the job I previously was at, I was tested twice for the uh, coronavirus and it was detected uh, negative meaning that I don't have the coronavirus. I had then had my blood drawn to find out if I have antibodies and it came back positive for antibodies. So I do have antibodies now on this new job because of the faith that I have in God and God allowing me to, to accept the job offer that was given to me. I was, I was uh, tested a third time. And this third time I again was not, was found without detection of the coronavirus. You see, in our world, it is not enough to say you have faith. You have to live the faith you say you have. 
because again, people are watching and people like to say things because they like to be seen. And the Bible reminds us, do not be the foolish or like the foolish who stand out on the street corners looking to be seen praising God. What you should do in your faith is praise God from your privacy of your own home or 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 even even your prayer closet, wherever you can find privacy to talk to Abba the Father then you should do so. Take take the opportunity to do so. Build your faith in the privacy of your own home or, or, or job or where your car, wherever you can, so that when your father blesses you, he blesses you out in the open. Now, that blessing out in the open, it's not for for bragging upon what you have done. It is bragging for what God has done. And why is it bragging for what God has done? Because over in Ephesians 2, now I'm going from Genesis to Ephesians, so I don't want to lose you. I want to keep you with me. Going over into Ephesians 2 verse verse 8 and 9, it says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. So you see, when you go in your private area and you pray to almighty God, Abba, the father, you are, you are building your faith with him. You are, uh, you are, what are you solidifying your, uh, your relationship with him, that one-on-one time, that one-on-one relationship with him, that is what you're doing. So when you come from your closet and he blesses you openly, it is through your faith in him that you have what you have. You have not been touched by the coronavirus because of your faith in him. You have not been stricken with a, with a, a fatal disease because you have your faith in him. You have not not experience the things that the world is experiencing right now because you have your faith in him. And remember, it is not of your doing, but it is of the doing of your belief. Because you believe by faith that you are a child of God. That is your only doing. Like in the movie in Mission Impossible, when they say this is your mission, should you choose to accept it? This is your mission. Should you choose to accept it? Live by faith, because by faith. We can tell the testimony of what God has done for us in our lives through Jesus Christ and the cross that he was crucified on. Why? Because I'm going from Ephesians to Hebrews, because without faith, it is impossible to, to please God. Hebrews 11 and 11 and six. You see, having faith, Abram pleased God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. So when you have faith in God that pleases his God, what will be accounted to you? And what will come from that? Because you believe in God. Now, 11 and 1 tells us faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. But if you believe by faith that those things that you cannot, that that the substance that you cannot see through the evidence that you cannot, uh, that you are hoping for, it will come to pass. Because it's all about 
faith, even in 2020, with everything that we're seeing right now, with everything that we're going through right now, God wants to know who is faithful and who is on his side. And here at the Traveling Pulpit, we stand on the faith and the foundation through the grace of Almighty God that he is our protector, he is our provider, he is our comforter, and that his son not only came, not only did he live, not only was he sacrificed and died, but he also got up from the grave with all power in his hand. We believe that here at the Traveling Pulpit and Traveling Pulpit family, if you believe that, I encourage you by faith that you go and you tell someone about the about the faith that you have. And if necessary, use words. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I don't like to keep you long. This is the ministry in motion and I like for it to stay in motion because we have greater work to do and that work is to go out and to tell people the faith that we have. And if necessary, use words because people are watching us. They're watching us in our cars. They're watching us in the marketplace. They're watching us at the workplace. They're watching us even in our own homes. And no matter what we face in this world, if we do not face it with faith, then how can we call ourselves children of God? Because it is by faith that we have been saved through grace. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for the time that we spend together. Each week, I look forward to doing this message. And each week, I do this message unscripted. As I said before, I've had I've started a new job. I did not have the opportunity to sit down and 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 really get into the word this week. But what I did with what with the moments that I did have, I prayed and I asked God to deliver the message that is inside of me unscripted. My voice is unscripted and my voice is not for everyone. But this is the voice that God has given me, and this is the Traveling Pulpit. So if you are a part of the Traveling Pulpit family, God bless you. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, I encourage you to give this message to them. Not that they become a part of the Traveling Pulpit family, but that they hear the word of God. Because somewhere in the world, no one is saying anything about God in a time like this. But here at the traveling pulpit, you're going to hear the word of God no matter what we go through, no matter how high the water rise or how deep the valley goes. We're going to preach the word of God here at the traveling pulpit and you're going to hear my voice, whether it is the voice that you need to hear or not. You don't need to hear my voice. You need to hear God's voice. So I encourage you share this message with someone that you know. And we will be back here on next Saturday to to do this message all over again, unscripted as it's meant to be, because when you script it, you putting yourself into it. When it's unscripted, it's all about God. So I'm only saying the things that come from God. And I want to and I want to tell you this comes from me now. I want to tell you I love you. Because we don't know when our when our when our name is going to get called or or we don't know whatever is going to happen during the course of, of this week to next week. But if we know that we leave in love on the record and the lives of the individuals that we touch, that is what makes the difference when we're no longer here. So traveling pulpit family, I love you. Be sure 
to check out their all-new TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. It is still under construction, but you can still go on. I got on through Chrome. I'm still trying to work with the team that I've joined to find out how I can uh, uh, get it into the the uh, the mainstream. I guess we still got some work to do, but you know there are still things under under construction. And also check out the Hill of Our Salvation, the book that I've written that you can find on Amazon.com. Um, just go on and, um, uh, sign up. If you have the Kindle reader, it is free for your subscription. So please do whatever you can by faith to tell someone about the goodness of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ through grace. And if necessary, use words for the traveling pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. I'm telling you goodbye for now. I'm telling you, I love you right now. And we're going to do this once again on next Saturday. God bless.